Hi, I'm Paul Johnson. Thanks for listening to the podcast from Life Support. The, the Cola Powell Center, big, big, big building. Yeah. It's beautiful. And at 5 o'clock in the morning, five whites were breaking in. They broke three windows, and they were coming in with gas cans. Okay, they are going to burn it. And there were 20 cars out there to cheer them on. This is crazy. Yeah. So two of our Hispanic business people had their trucks all night, and they came up behind them with their rifles. And they looked at it, and they said, get out right now, or we're going to shoot you dead. And they meant it. Mm-hmm. They let the cans down. They left. They kicked out the cars, and they saved our building. He revitalized an inner city. Art Erickson had a vision to transform what was then called Crack Alley into what became Urban Ventures in Minneapolis. And then later, that was the same neighborhood as the 2020 riots that made worldwide news with the murder of George Floyd. Today on Life Support, Art Erickson tells his story. Everything you do from then on is different. One of the detectives, I think his name was He was Derek. a golden boy. And all we can do right now Come Extreme together. domestic violence, multiple rapes. Glad to have you on Life Support, and we have uh, a very special guest with us. What we do here is we tell stories, and this guy can tell them because he's deeply involved with our inner city. His name is Art Erickson, and uh, Art, I'm so glad to have you. He's the executive director of Studio 180, <laughs> founder of Urban Ventures, and you know we were talking last time about how you kind of. Um, for lack of a better term, planted yourself in the inner city through a church ministry, uh, giving us a real background of, of what it's like there. Um, and, you know, before we dive into, I, I definitely want to talk about what you're doing now in George Floyd, because that's probably been the story of the decade, if if not longer. Um, how do we solve, um, even start to solve racism when these experiences are just different universes, what you described in the inner city core compared to what I experienced in White Bear Lake growing up, what I experienced out here in Chanhassen, Minnesota, the near, you know, Prince Land. Um, how do we begin to address that? Prince Land? Yeah. Prince, Prince was in our program at Park. He was, He huh? played five years of basketball with us. He did. Yes, he well, did. see, more claim to fame. <laughs> he, got, he got married at Park Avenue in his first marriage. Is that right? <laughs> yes, no kidding. Wow. Okay. So uh, when I went over to Urban Ventures, uh, I moved because uh, I, I, I had to be six blocks away. I had to be right, <laughs> walk to work. And so we moved. Uh, bought a, bought a, uh, it was an old drug house that burned down, and the city built a uh, GMAC uh, house for uh, twenty for eighty five thousand, and I, I bought it for one hundred and ten, and um, we lived there for twenty five years, hmm. and so that's important because I, again it's in your neighborhood. Now, there's one hundred and ninety six countries in the world. One hundred and sixty eight are in Minnesota, and most of them are on Lake Street. Hmm. Do you know that there's a hundred thousand Hmong? There's 150,000 Somalis, and the headquarters of Somali land is right across the street from us at Safari Restaurant. And, uh, and you've got uh, six Russian churches, Ukraine Russian churches. Okay, I, I was involved with a church over in St. Paul, a Chinese church that had 52 PhDs wow. in the church from China, the mm-hmm. University of Minnesota. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's a diversity that, that most people just don't know about. But if you're going to learn that diversity, you have to 
go to it. You have to be mm-hmm. around it. And so uh, many of us don't get off the freeway. Um, yeah. We have our own rabbit tracks. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, we, we say that uh, how, do we, how do we take geography and make it into community? And so we've been working at that. So when we did uh, Urban Ventures, we, we, we got Colin Powell. He gave us his name. And he came. And when I call a, a, a meeting, nobody comes. But when Colin Powell has a meeting, we get 1,200 people and 45 CEOs. You kind of feel like you have to or he's <laughs> going to come and beat you up. That's kind of how you feel. But you, you get somebody that, 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 that attracts people, and he came seven times. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Yeah, that's really that's good. That's huge. So we, we built different things. Uh, the Colin Powell Center, we put a Jesuit high school in there, 500 kids. They, they work a corporate job one day a week, and they graduate, all of them, from, from, from high school, and they go to college. 65% of them graduate from college, and we, we do other things in our, in our programming. Um, and we're up and down Lake Street with all our business people. We, we know it. We used to own the Sears. We bought the Sears building once, $6.5 million, and uh, we we're going to put a call center in there. And then in 2000, the tech market fell and had to sell mm-hmm. it back. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying we, we do community development, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Studio 180, we're down on 4th Avenue, back on the campus, where it used to be Crack Alley and all. John Turnipseed came in, our first client in the Fathering Center, our first client, gave his life to Christ, found Jesus, and uh, he's now the senior vice president of Urban Ventures, and a full day with us training. We train people. So we want to train people. So we have two programs. Studio 180. We, we, we are in a building that's 8,800 square feet. And uh, we train rising community leaders, 22 years old to 35-year-old, 20 of them for four months. And we train them how to think, how, how to envision your neighborhood, how to, how to think in your neighborhood, uh, equip them to to do it, and then coach them how to how to how, how to be a transformational community leader. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And we have f- four people in our group. We were on this uh, Zoom this morning. Uh, four of them have been uh, shot two, three, four times, and uh, they come out of the neighborhood. It, it, it's it's a whole bunch of changes in, in many different people. Des Moines, Iowa, uh, Brooklyn Center, Brooklyn Park, Richfield. So we, we train community leaders. The other is kids in our neighborhood need to be trained with the trade skills, the trade skills, because not everybody should go to college. Not everybody should go to the military. And they're recruiting, military recruits, minority kids, blah, blah, blah. They should, they should be trade, trained. But in our neighborhood, our kids don't go out to where the schools are in the suburbs. We, we, we don't go out there. Mm-hmm. So we have to have something here in our neighborhood for our kids. So in the basement, we're building out a trade center that's going to have plumbing, it's going to have carpentry, it's going to have electric, electricity, and it's going to have HVAC. Good for you. You can make good money in those professions. Not only that, you get a skill. But now, yep. Yep. now, you not only need the skill, you need the wraparound skills of, of mental health mm-hmm. and, and financial training and all of the other life skills that are necessary. So we have to give kids trade skills and life skills. 
Isn't that good? Yeah, it's so fantastic. So we called it Lake Street Works. Lake Street? Yep. Now, George Floyd, 38th in Chicago. Yeah. Two years ago. Yep. Gone. Racial disparity across the world. I have, I have, I have a picture of a, of a Matutu taxi in Kenya, in, 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 in Nairobi, that has Chauvin's picture on top of George Floyd on the, on the, on the taxi. Wow. It's all over. Yeah. And you know how it's exploded yep. in different cities around the country. So um, Des Moines, Iowa just came up with a group uh, a week ago, Tuesday, and we ended up on 38th in Chicago. And it just blew their minds because it was a mixed group, and they just said, we've, we've had that here. We just lost a kid three weeks ago, shot East High School. So um, this is important. Now, George Floyd, and then, because I lived at 31st in Portland, uh, when, when, when the crowds came in, thousands of people were coming down Portland. Then they were coming up 31st. And yep taking the, the police station out, yep. and up and down Lake Street. They broke into our building. Uh, we, we lost four miles of, uh, of, of our properties and our economy and our, and our people. Yeah, it was like just to drive down there was quite shocking after that. So how do we rebuild Lake Street? So we have, built, we have, we have made two movies. One movie is Highway of Hope, and it's a John Turnipseed story, 30 Minutes. And uh, the next movie is the one that we produced, Highway of Hope, Rebuilding the Communities of Lake Street. And uh, we, we we're asking eight points of light. We, we don't look at the problems. Mm -hmm. We look at the possibilities. And so we look at how do we address things. And one of the things we address is rising community leaders. Another one is Lake Street Works, mm -hmm. the Trade Center. So we put that together. More from Pastor Paul and Art Erickson in just a moment. This is Steve Johnson, Executive Director of Five Stone Media. We're a co-presenter of this program. And we are honored to introduce a brand new video curriculum series called Caring for Mental Health. This 10-part series is available to you at no cost and is designed to help you and others come alongside those who are struggling with mental health. If you'd like to learn more, go to lifesupportresources.org lifesupportresources.org and now back to Pastor Paul now George Floyd and then because I lived at 31st in Portland uh, when, when, when the crowds came in thousands of people were coming down Portland then they were coming up 31st and yep. taking the, the police station out yep. and up and down Lake Street they broke into our building uh, we, we lost four miles of, uh, of, of our properties in our economy, in our, in our people. Yeah, it was like just to drive down there was quite shocking after that. So how do we rebuild Lake Street? So we have built, we have, we have made two movies. One movie is Highway of Hope, and it's a John Turnipseed story, 30 minutes. And uh, the next movie is the one that we produced, Highway of Hope, Rebuilding the Communities of Lake Street. And uh, we, we were asking... Eight points of light. We, we don't look at the problems. Mm -hmm. We look at the possibilities. And so we look at how do we address things. And one of the things we address is rising community leaders. Another one is Lake Street Works, mm -hmm. the Trade Center. So we put that together. So you're addressing the, the real issues 
And is it difficult at times to be patient and kind of train, you know, one group at a time, one group at a time, when you see this kind of vast, these issues that are just sitting there that, I mean, you just mentioned a destruction of a, a pretty large swath of uh, Minneapolis there. And that night, if, you know, for those of us that lived here was, was just a, a very bizarre couple of nights. And, and even news anchors were saying, you know, like, where are the authorities and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but here you are, you're working the soil, right? You're going leader after leader after leader. Is it difficult to stay patient? Of course it is. Yeah. And uh, of course it is. But I, I just want to say this. Um, we, we, we just can't, I just can't be too critical. Now, Aaron Dondo, the police chief, grew up in our neighborhood, was in our programs <laughs> at part. Yeah. Okay, so I know, I know yeah. Rondo. Yeah. We're close. We, we've done a lot of work with him. Yeah. But, but you know, it's, it's another thing to be a mayor and a city council member and, and know what to do when this happens. No, sure. Yeah. I just... Absolutely. <laughs> no, it was a crazy... It was, it was nuts. I mean, it really was. Let me tell you one story. The, the Colin Powell Center, big, big, big building. Yeah. It's beautiful. And at 5 o'clock in the morning, five whites were breaking in. They broke three windows. And they were coming in with gas cans. Okay? They were going to burn it. And there were 20 cars out there to cheer them on. This is crazy. Yeah. So two of our Hispanic business people had their trucks all night, and they came up behind them with their rifles. And they looked at them and they said, get out right now or we're going to shoot you dead. And they meant it. Mm -hmm. They let the cans down. They left. They kicked out the cars, and they saved our building. Wow. Now, they saved another building across the street. Mm-hmm. And up at the Sears, they had to do that up there. Yep. So where there was people that's, that, that did that, they could save their buildings, but the others couldn't. They just yeah. blasted them. But these were outsiders, and they had nothing to do with us. But they were, they were, they were it's crazy. Yeah. And how do you how do you know what to do, being a new mayor? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure. And I didn't, you know, I didn't mean that as a criticism. It was just the kind of night that you never really see coming yeah. until it happens. Yeah. And now every time there's an incident, I think we all just kind of brace ourselves for what might be next. Yes. Um, why is it such a tinderbox? I mean, that was a flashpoint, obviously, of a lot of things that were, you know, boiling under the surface. What, 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 what is that setting off? Well, we just talked to a, to a government official yesterday who came in to talk to us. He said, the story has never been told about uh, how, how these, these people came in organized uh, it's 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 a story that needs to be told. They had munitions. They had all sorts of things. And uh, where did they come from? And how is it organized? And right. how could they do it so quickly and so mm-hmm. quietly and so mm-hmm. crazy? So uh, it, it, I, I can't answer all of that. Yeah. I just know that we have to rebuild. Yeah. Now, you asked a question. How do you do this? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, don't you get impatient? So I have... I have uh, Couple of P's that I use. First of all, um, y- you have to you have to prepare. Preparation is really important. It, it takes time to get it right. If you're going to do anything, it takes time to get it right, and we're still trying to get it right. Money has come in. I've talked to funders that that have gotten money out and nothing's happened. They haven't seen it yet. Yep. Uh, so they're saying, well, "What should we give to? We 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 need to see things happen." Preparation takes time. Mm-hmm. And then you have to come up with a plan because people don't fund ideas and dreams. They fund plans. Yeah. 
That's true. Okay. Yep. And then you have to be uh, partnering. And, and, and siloing is, is one of our problems. We, we're siloed up and down. We, we, we haven't talked to each other. So one of the things we do at Studio 180 is just bring business people in, 12 of them at a time for lunch, and meet each other. Mm, yeah. <laughs> talk. yeah. We bring them in because yep. we, we, we know them. Yep. Uh, so, so you have to partner. And, and, then you have to, and then you have to be persistent. Persistence. What a quality. Yeah. But then you have to be patient. Persistent and patient. Happen. Yeah. Well, you have to be like a bulldog, right? You just have to. You have to decide this is what God wants you to do, and you have to just a stick patient to it. bulldog. Yeah, patient bulldog. If there is such a thing, yeah. And in prayer. And in prayer, yeah. Because it's really God's program, not not mine. Yeah. And it's His timing, not mine. So I really have to. Okay, Lord, what is it that you want to see happen, and where is this going? So I just think that those are important steps along the way. To, to, and you have to stay there for a while. You mm-hmm. have to be there because you have to be known. It's all, it's all about relationships. So I, I use the term a relational router, somebody who can route the relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Now I'm just going to stop here because uh, Bob Buford brought us out to, color, uh, out to California, and we met Peter Drucker, and Peter Drucker was the famous business guru yep. and he said we have to change geography into community who's going to do it and then he went through corporate he said corporate's going to do it he said no they're not because they do a penny up a penny down every quarter it's going to be government he said government he said, you ever worked with government <laughs> specs yeah. and regs it takes a year and a half <laughs> yeah church you ever tried to pull the churches together? Yeah. <laughs> Catholics don't talk to Protestants. Lutherans don't talk to Baptists. <laughs> they don't talk to each other. They don't the talk to each other. <laughs> okay. And then you got mm-hmm. education. You got all these universities up and down, smelling, and they don't talk to each other. Uh, you know. And uh, then you've got the NGOs. Uh, they, they don't talk to each other. They're all in there for. So how do you pull all of this together around the vulnerable? And uh, so we have been working at that. And we use that as a model. You have to pull all those two people together. Yeah, good for you. How do you stay hopeful? Um, you see some things happen, mm-hmm. and then you see people changed. There's nothing deeper than a changed life. To see John Turnipseed yeah. go from that to that, and to see hundreds of other people go from that to that, and, and to stay and to stay. And uh, I, I'm just going to say that uh, that the world is falling apart. It, the world is falling apart. But the world is falling together. Mm. And so this is paradox. Yeah. And so I see this, mm-hmm. but I'm part of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a wonderful, wonderful experience. Yeah, that's, that's such a good way to look at it. And you mentioned John. I mean, you, you mentioned just one changed life, but he the effect now that he has... And for those of you that don't know uh, who we're talking about, John was a former gang leader in in Minneapolis, um, and he's got quite a, a long story that we don't have time to tell. But he's a believer now. And you know, I was t- I was talking to him at a function, and we were sitting next to each other. I said, John, how do you um, avoid shame? You know, like how do you receive forgiveness after when you look back on your life? You know, and because I think we all struggle with shame at some level. And he just looked at me and said. I just trust the cross. I I just trust what happened at the cross. And so now he can be a fully functioning 
You, you said evangelist. I think evangelist isn't a bad word. Uh, helper, trainer. Leader. Leader, yeah. Because, Articulator. Because he's received what God had for him. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, a, that's remarkable. Yes. And so things like that restore hope. Mm-hmm. And we need to restore hope. So I say our, our theory of change is that the, 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 a heart of stone has to be changed to a heart of flesh. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the mind needs to be transformed. And my hands need to be equipped. And my hurt needs to be healed. And I need to have a, a, a new posse, a new group of people that I'm around. And then hope is restored. And Jesus is the only one to take a heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh. And Paul says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind yeah. and the, the, the healing power of the Holy Spirit. And, and then to, to be equipped to do things and then to have a new fellowship of people, a new padre. But you know what we've... But- but Art, we've um, we've drifted into politics as our answer. Politics isn't the answer. No, it's not. But but you you walk around different churches and people are just talking politics, politics. My candidate, my party, we're my di- ideology. We're divided. Yeah. And, and for instance, I, I, I'm connected with Leadership Foundation. We talk about our cities, and, and, and the biggest one of the biggest problems is churches because, like Sunday school. Uh, Sunday school is 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 a, is a is a is a is a problem today because half the the adults say no 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 masks and the others say no masks, masks. Yeah. So 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 you you got that, and then you've got politics, and then you've got the economy, and yep. then you've got so it, it we live in a very confused world right now. Yeah, and I, as a pastor, you certainly feel that too. But you just have to keep people focused on the big thing, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then when when you can get people, you know, um, galvanized by the gospel, yeah. uh, the gospel isn't just the one moment of justification. No. The, the, the gospel is a transformational life and transforming people's lives, serving others, the whole yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And that's not politics. That's the gospel. It's completely different territory. Yeah. I think there's another thing, Paul, that's very interesting, uh, very important. You know, it's not the extreme left. It's not the extreme right. It's Jesus in the radical middle. Yeah, yeah. He is in the radical middle. Yeah. And we're to stay there together. Yeah, yeah. So how do we as believers, we got two minutes, how can we pray for you and the things that you're working on? Because... I know there are people listening right now that are, are really thankful you're doing that, very intrigued. How can they pray? Well, I think, I, I think we, Tom Skinner a long time ago said, don't plan events. There's enough, there's enough egos, enough agendas to get to the event and blow it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even if you pull it off, it doesn't mean you, he said, build a fellowship. Build a fellowship. And if a fellowship does the event, It'll be successful. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think, I, I pray for a fellowship to come around us of business people, government people, education people, church people, uh, NGOs, and the vulnerable to come together in a fellowship that relate to each other. So we've got construction companies coming in and looking at us and what we're doing, and uh, we're raising money for you know redoing the building and all of that, and we've got contractors, and we've got all sorts of things, and we want to build a fellowship of people that come around our neighborhood kids. 
in our, our neighborhood and work together. Oh man, that's that's a that's something to really pray about. And you mentioned kids, like um, got to save our kids. Yeah, got to save our kids. Yep. And go to LakeStreetWorks.org. Okay. For a website that's going up. <laughs> All right. Hey, Art, man, what a great time it's been. It's I've heard a lot about you. It's so nice to meet you. I just want to encourage you that you're doing the right stuff. So hang in there. Keep keep doing it. And I think you probably will. I think you're that patient bulldog that we talked about. <laughs> Thanks a lot for being here. Thank you. You know, we talked a lot about the gospel today. We talked about Jesus and, um, you know, he really is the answer to some of these problems that we've talked about. And they're they're complicated problems for sure. But that's why Jesus came into our world, because the world ever since the fall has been broken, and we're all broken. And the world needs someone who can put it back together, and that's not me. It's Jesus. It's not your pastor. It's Jesus. It's not organizations. It's Jesus. And so I want to encourage you to, you know, center yourself on the gospel, and uh, I think you'll find that God will use you in amazing ways. We have some great partners that help make this program possible. I want to thank faithradio.com. They've been wonderful to us to give us this outlet. You can see a video version of this podcast as well at fivestonemedia.com. And again, Five Stone Media has uh, on its website information about John Turnipseed, uh, the many movies they've made there, uh, information about different curriculum that churches can, can use for these all these different topics. And that's Five Stone Media. Dot com. It'll be worth your while just to pop onto that website. And then check us out here at Ridgewood Church as well at myrwc.org. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Life Support. Thanks for listening to this Life Support podcast. These conversations are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. To avoid missing future editions of Life Support, subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and grow the impact of Life Support.